0: Welcome to Cruelty Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me is Maris for Tis Maris Monday. Hello. Hello. We didn't know what day it was for like several uh, days in a row. It was very confusing.
1: I've still been messing it up.
0: You have? Yeah. Yeah. But uh it's, yeah. It I got an unsolved mystery.
1: Oh dang, do you think we're gonna we're gonna figure it out?
0: Absolutely fucking not.
1: Oh.
0: We're dumbasses. Us- we're not we gonna figure, figure
1: it, it out usually on these things.
0: Honey, huh? no, we don't. Yeah.
1: I'm pretending.
0: Oh, we're pretending yeah. that we're smart and good. Yeah, that we're detectives. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is that the RP we're having, the role yeah. play? I'm your
1: Watson. I'm the Sherlock? Yeah, I'm definitely not the Sherlock. Am I the great mouse detective? As a matter of fact, you are. I'm the fat little mouse.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. you're making it weird. I am making it weird, and I will stop at once. <laughs> so, this is the bizarre disappearance of Brandon Swanson. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. 19 year old Brandon Swanson was on his way home after celebrating the end of the semester with his fellow, fellow college students at Minnesota West Community and Technical College's Canby campus. Mm. It was May 14th, 2008, just a little bit after midnight, as he, as he made the drive to his parents' house in Marshall, Minnesota. And this was only about 38 miles away. Okay. But it did go through some pretty rural areas. I'm just painting a picture. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging a weird picture. Okay. Yeah. Still, it was a drive the 19-year-old was very used to, and it was only about 30 minutes. Okay. Like, it would be the equivalent of us going into town.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd Not a to, big
0: deal. You
1: have to... You know, past a lot of forest. And sure. There's, there's been a lot of stray pigs. Have you been reading
0: that? Yes. Um, okay, so if you are listening and you live in a rural area, I'm sure that your little town has a Facebook, or your county has a Facebook page, and we uh-huh. have one, Yeah. and it's ridiculous.
1: Yes, it's very good. Rural drama. Oh,
0: it is. Everybody got their triple X jug. Mm-hmm, we are mm-hmm. very folksy. There are things
1: that are tipped over. Like cows. There, people have ran into bears, like there's a... hit a bear
0: with their car. Well, this time somebody hit a, A wild pig. And if you got in your mind something small, no, these things are fucking huge and evil. They're fucking monsters and they're mean and they're smart and they're impervious to literally everything. Yeah, you got bullets
1: will bounce off their skull. Like they're not fucking around.
0: Now, it's the only time that I would go yes to an AR 15 because that's what you need to mow these bastards down. They are
1: not good to eat before anybody says anything.
0: No, they're full of parasites. You will die. You
1: cannot eat these pigs. They're, They're worthless.
0: They're evil murder pigs. They will attack people and children and pets. There was a
1: lady in Texas who got killed by them, and I don't know if you knew that. Yes,
0: I did. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of things. Anyway, I digress. Uh, I don't know why we brought that up. Just bitching about (laughs) pigs. We're bitching about pigs. So, just a little background on Brandon. He was... He had graduated from Marshall High School, and he was attending the technical college. He was studying wind turbines.
1: Okay, sounds boring. It
0: does sound fucking dull as a road, do not it?
1: I'm an expert in windmills, you know?
0: (laughs) Yes. So, it was later at night than he usually made the trip, but he'd chosen to spend the evening with friends celebrating a year of college successfully completed, and he went to some backyard parties. So, wait. Is this a Bigfoot encounter? Please say some it is. people think so, but we're <gasps> aliens. But that's why I included it on Maris Monday. But we I have don't
1: not had enough Bigfoot in the in these
0: podcasts. Yeah, because I fucking hate Bigfoot. I think it's a dumb cryptid. You are so mean. I know. I'm not interested in him or his foots. <sighs> God,
1: just mean. You're a Bigfoot racist.
0: <laughs> Silence at once. So yeah, he's partying with buds. Okay. And he's nineteen. He's having some beers. Let's face it. Yeah, he's being a dumb kid. Right? But here's the thing about Brandon: he was five foot six and he weighed one hundred and twenty pounds. Holy cow! That is a small man. He is not a big foot. No, he is a small foot. As he are a, you. He is a jockey. As are you, for the record. I know. I know. You're I, a little I think I'm fella. Too heavy to be a jockey, though. Ah, I like the way you're built. Anyway, so. Yeah, he's had some beers. Now, me having three beers and Brandon having three beers are going to be a different story. I weigh like 250 pounds and I'm nearly six feet tall. Right. So I could have like 20 beers and I'd be fine.
1: I'm not a one for me.
0: No, well, you've got stomach problems. But even if you didn't, you have no alcohol tolerance whatsoever. Uh, I know.
1: I get a headache. I hate that shit.
0: Yeah. Now, friends of Brandon who had seen him at these parties and stuff said that he seemed sober to them. Okay. But these are dumbass kids who are also probably drunk. Yeah,
1: they, they did not want to get in trouble because they underage. That's right. <laughs>
0: so, I mean, I understand. And, hey, I don't think he's a bad guy for having a couple of beers at a party. Right. You know. Yeah. Given the time he started his journey home on Route 68, he should have arrived at his parents' house no later than about 1 a.m., 1.30. Mm-hmm. His parents were expecting him that late because they'd talked to him earlier. However, at some point along his journey, he started taking back roads and they like weren't paved. A lot of gravel oh, don't roads. Don't do that in the middle of the night. A lot of dirt roads. Ugh. And, you know, there's no no one knows why he did this. And he they act was like drunk. Yeah, I promise there you. we go. That's what it well, was. a lot of people speculate a lot of different crazy stuff. But in my opinion, he was intoxicated and he yeah. was trying to avoid the police. How many
1: of us have probably... I'm not admitting to nothing, but like you may have had one and you then that's why you take the back roads. Like, that's, I'll, I'll be honest, that's teenage logic.
0: I'll be honest, I have never driven intoxicated in my life. I
1: haven't either, but I've heard them stories. I have too. Yeah.
0: Um, I was just, I had some relatives die in a drunk driving it's, accident. It's teenage so nope. logic for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Strangely, his parents received a call from Brandon at around 2 a.m. stating that he had crashed his car. He had run it into a ditch and wasn't able to get it out. Like, it was like... Drinking, for sure. Oh, yeah, of course. And he assured his parents, not only was he fine, Mm -hmm. and the car was fine, it was just kind of stuck. Okay. Like, he couldn't reverse it out. It was really in there. It needed a tow out of the ditch.
1: You're going to get in trouble, though.
0: (laughs) He wasn't in trouble. They believed him. Um, And he said, basically, I just need you guys to come get me. Yeah. Now, Brandon believed he was near a small town called Lind. Okay. Like, he thought he could see the lights of Lind in the distance. Okay. And so, you know, this is 2008. And I'm assuming, like, cell phone technology wasn't where you can, like, drop the pin of your location in a message.
1: No, I think that that was, like, MapQuest or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't there yet, y'all. And so, just because he had a cell phone... And maybe, I don't even know if cell phones had GPS back then. I think they did.
1: I don't remember. I think we're on the cusp of flip phones. Yeah, that.
0: yeah. But regardless, his phone did not have that. And so his parents were kind of unsure how they were going to find him as he'd taken a bunch of crazy back roads. Mm-hmm. So he told them about the location he thought he was. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, please just like, he'll flash his lights. And they'll see his lights and they can find him. And conversely, they said they'd flash their lights, too, as they're going. Like, they'd turn on their hazards and then he could call them and say, I see you. Okay. Because he's in the middle of no... There's no lights or anything. So, And there's no traffic. Like, he's been alone this whole time. This is really in some farmlands is where we're at. So, yeah, this was not a great method. And soon, both parties are pretty frustrated. They can't find him. And it's just not working out at all. On the phone with his parents, trying to guide them to his location, Brandon asked them, increasingly agitated, Don't you see me? But they didn't see him. They drove up and down many side streets near Lend, many dirt roads, and they did not see Brandon at all. As this wasn't working, and it was only getting later, Brandon opted for a different plan. Since he could see the lights of Lend, he told his parents he would walk there. And for them to meet him in the parking lot of a nightclub called Linwood Lodge. He had a friend who lived in Linn. He'd been there many times. He'd even gone to this nightclub, apparently. So he was really familiar, supposedly, with Mm -hmm. this area. And, you know, they agreed to wait for him. And they're probably a little annoyed at his shenanigans. But nothing seems alarming yet.
1: Okay. I, I
0: mean, it is getting more spooky now. Oh, it's about to get real fucked up. So they arrived at the Lindwood Lounge and waited for their son. He called again at around 2.35 a.m. He said he was crossing through a fenced field. He could hear water running nearby. That's always danger. Mm, We'll talk about that. He wanted to stay on the phone while he walked. There were two rivers nearby, but that, like, so it wasn't unusual to hear the water. Okay. But he could hear it. Right. So he's not going to go in that direction. Because rivers are loud, especially when there are no cars and no noise. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and he didn't seem to be lost. He seemed to know where he was going. Brandon sounded fine on the phone. His parents could hear that he was walking. But his spirits were good and nothing seemed amiss. At exactly 3.10 a.m., however, something changed and something terrible happened. Okay. Brandon suddenly blurted, oh, shit. And then there was nothing. The line didn't go dead. The call didn't drop. It was just silence on the other end. So Brandon's dad is now kind of, you know, frantic, nervous, and upset. Right, yeah. He's saying, hey, Brandon, Brandon. He kind of thinks maybe Brandon dropped his phone. That's why yeah. he said, oh, shit, you know? Wouldn't you hear a clatter? Not not if it fell on a soft ground, okay, yeah, 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 you know, like in the grass. Yeah,
1: he's in a dirt road or something.
0: He was in a field. Okay. Facing. He went to
1: a field to get to a town?
0: Oh, we're about to go all deep into this. Don't worry. They, he can't hear anything like there is literally silence he okay. can hear nothing he can't hear brandon walking he can't hear brandon making noises he didn't hear like a splash like he fell in the water Uh huh. nothing damn so he debates on what to do he's freaking the fuck out i'm freaking out too yeah so he ends the call and tries calling back he thinks if he dropped his phone in the grass and he can't find it the ringing will help you know what i'm saying yeah i mean screaming brandon would work too he did that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he not, thought nothing. the ring would be more piercing. Okay, gosh. Gotcha. And I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what I would do. Mm-hmm. So I don't fault the dad here at all. Yeah. Brandon did not pick up. Mm-mm. In fact, that would be the last time they ever heard their son's voice. Dang. That's your final words. Yeah, not great final words. No. But, you know. So they searched for Brandon on their own until about 6.30 a.m. They found no trace of him or his car, so they decided to call the police and report him missing. However, back in 2008, if an adult went missing, it was considered their right to do so. And he was an adult, even if it was out of character, and it was. They took down Brandon's information, but they made it pretty clear they weren't going to do shit about it. What a shock. Wow. They told Brandon's parents that they had to wait a full 24 hours before they could file an official missing persons report and thus begin a search. But 24 hours is a long time when that someone is missing. Is
1: stupid.
0: Well, luckily it changed, but we'll get to that too. So this was naturally unacceptable to Brandon's parents. They were able to work with a local sheriff who conducted a search before the 24-hour waiting period. They also obtained his phone records, which they used to figure out his last known position. Which, of course, wasn't anywhere near Lynd. He wasn't even close. Wow. He was 19 miles away from the town of Marshall where he grew up.
1: Okay, geez. He was just not near any town?
0: He was, but not near Lynd. Okay. He was confused. Okay. They found his car outside of the small town of Taunton. He was 13 miles southeast of Camby, where he started from. So not very far. Now, and let's look at the timeline. This is important. Yeah, let's get our ridge drink. We are. We're getting our red string. Yeah. So we're going to look at the timeline. If he leaves, leaves just a little under after midnight, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he is driving. And then just after 2 a.m. is when he wrecks his car. And he's only 13 miles from where he started. Something's fucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's true.
0: Something's fucky. I think he got lost.
1: Personally. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. So anyway, it was also not clear how the car ended up in a ditch. There weren't, like, tire marks. It's possible that he fell asleep behind the wheel because it yeah. was late. Yeah. It's possible he was intoxicated. Mm-hmm. It's possible a deer dashed out in front of the road and he swerved. But I feel he would have mentioned that in the phone call to his parents. Yeah, that's
1: a dumb one. He think.
0: did not tell them how he got the car in the ditch.
1: Well, with driving, I would assume. I
0: Oh, asshole. So he'd been missing for over eight hours at this point. Yeah. Reports differ, but the general consensus is that by this time, when you called his phone, it went immediately to voicemail, which would imply it was either manually shut off or it had run out of battery life. Now, there's a lot of talk of did Brandon fall into a river? Mm -hmm. Well, here's the deal. Maybe, but the phone, they'd been able to call and it had gone to, like, ring several times. It wasn't wet. It wasn't wet. It ran out of juice. Yeah. The search focused on the area around the car at first. He said he was walking to Lynde, but he wasn't really anywhere near that town, so it's assumed he thought one of the local small towns in the area were actually the lights he was seeing and the direction he was walking towards. From where Brandon was, there was only two towns within walking distance. To the northwest was Porter, which was four miles away, and to the southeast, only two miles away, was the town of Taunton. The lights he saw were likely on a large grain elevator, like, so low-flying aircraft wouldn't hit it. Just a red, blinky light.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, you know, maybe it wasn't a town. You know, you can just see, like, a holler, like a scattering, like a neighborhood, like a couple houses.
0: That's not been said, too. Like, maybe a couple farms far yeah, away looked like a town. Not a town, Because though. from where he was at, uh-huh. you couldn't see the light on top of the grain tower or the town of Porter You couldn't see them. Maybe the light pollution in the distance you could see, like a glow on the horizon. But they were both such tiny towns. I'm going to say it was just like a couple houses. I think so, too. Something like that. He may have realized that he was not going to Lend, and he would then have to have crossed the Yellow Medicine River, which at the time was flowing fast and was unusually high. In certain places, it was 15 feet deep. But it was only 20 feet wide.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, that's just nothing. I mean it's pretty big. No, it's tiny. Yeah. If you think about it. It's like like our room. Like the size of our like walking the distance across our room. And in the places it was deep, he kinda wasn't around there. It's it was like knee deep at most for for where he would have crossed. Yeah. So dogs used in the search led investigators to a gravel road and then lost the scent. That's not weird. Yeah. People want to make this weird, like he was abducted by aliens. But come on, dogs lose the scent all the time, especially on dirt roads, right? because stuff gets kicked up, lots of dust, animals. Basically, it was impossible for investigators to know what direction Brandon had actually walked in. Mm -hmm. And he had walked for 45 minutes before saying, oh, shit. And then not responding on his phone. He could have gotten pretty far in literally any direction. So this complicated the search for him. Investigators just had to look in every direction. And this wasted precious time that Brandon probably didn't have. Mm-hmm. Dogs picked up his scent again, but this time it led away from the lights of Taunton. The dogs led them like towards the west to Porter, which he probably couldn't actually see, like I said. Mm-hmm. On the 16th of May, nearly two days after he'd gone missing, police searched on ATVs, horseback, and even used aircraft yeah. and found no trace of him. Yeah. The dogs led them about a mile and a quarter west, down into a valley, into a river, but then up the embankment. So he had crossed the river okay. and went up an embankment, and this took them to an abandoned farm.
1: Yeah.
0: Investigators focused their search on the Yellow Medicine River. Every day, for 30 days, the sheriff walked the banks of the river, trying to find any sign or clue as what had happened to the 19-year-old college student. Mm -hmm. There was zero evidence of foul play, so a criminal investigation was never launched, Mm -hmm. and to this day hasn't been. It's just like he vanished into thin air. Eventually, during the first 30 days of Brandon's disappearance, they used cadaver dogs, and they never picked up a scent. The official search lasted only six days with zero clues. They never found his phone. They didn't find his clothes. They didn't find his shoes. No Brandon, nothing. Volunteers still searched past the six-day window. David Francis was a man who had lost his son a couple years earlier in the Sawtooth Mountains in Idaho. And he started a foundation called the John Francis Foundation. So, but basically what he would do is he had assist in searches when the official searches ended. Okay, And so he brought that and all his resources and like 500 volunteers. And they didn't find him. Yeah. Later, the search was handed off to Emergency Support Services Search and Rescue. They're a private... Company that looks for missing people when police don't have the resources to spare in an intensive search like this one, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a small town, a small county in Minnesota, rural Minnesota. They don't have a lot of resources to search for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So groups like this are really important. Right. However, this search team came up against some opposition, and here's where all the conspiracies come into all this right. case. Okay. Here we go. Here comes the big feet. No. Oh. So there are a bunch of farms in this area, and they're predominantly cattle farms. Okay. Now, all the farmers closest to where Brandon's car was found allowed rescue teams to search on their farms. Right. The further away you got, some farmers were like, yeah, no, you can't search here. I mean, understandable, right? And here's why. Because uh, they're going to bring dogs. Yep. They're going to bring ATVs yep. and horses. Right. That's going to scare the fucking shit out of their cows. Yes. And these are not little cattle farms. These are huge. It's yeah, not they like they can. Bothered. Yeah, right. they, it's not. Well, it's more than bothered. Cattle could become injured or killed. Uh-huh. If and there were some farmers who grew crops around there. Well, they didn't want that either. Trample their fields, their crops right. ruined. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: they said, you know, we've searched our farms. We didn't find him. So a lot of people said, we'll get search warrants. Well, Mm -hmm. the ESS, the the private company that was doing the search, they're not law enforcement. They can't get search warrants. They did petition the police to do that, but there's no probable cause that any crime took place. Mm -hmm. So they didn't. Seems reasonable to me. It does. But a lot of people are like, well, he was obviously killed by a farmer and now it's a conspiracy. I think that's dumb. It is dumb. It's straight up stupid. No, I I, am not want to
1: invite the police for probably no reason. And disrupt my
0: life. Well, like, let's be clear that the search grid was over 140 square miles.
1: Yeah, I don't really usually side with them, but, like, yeah, I feel like in this, it seems reasonable.
0: It seemed reasonable to me, too. So I'm not going to jump on the Farmer Hate bandwagon, and I'm not going to share the various conspiracies because they are dumb. Okay. They're dumb, Reddit. Oh. That's where (laughs) most of them come from. Yeah. So... Like I said, most of the farmers agreed to help by letting people search, and they searched over 140 square miles. But, man, they just found nothing. Brandon's case is now cold. This is now years after he's disappeared. There are yeah. no leads. Every tip that's come in has been investigated, right. led to nothing. Over a It has become one of the largest running missing person searches in American history. Jeez, I didn't... That's crazy. Yes, I know it. In 2013, another search was conducted that had over 500 volunteers and took 120 days. They searched an 120-mile area. They had dogs, too, and they found bupkis. Wow. That's what's so weird about this case to Mm me. He's real gone. Brandon's case is open but nothing has ever been found again not his clothes not his phone and it's sad but his parents still leave their porch light on hoping he'll come home they oh. know he's dead yeah but they just want something to bury you know yeah. and I get that I understand they just want to know what happened
1: sure yeah yeah, yeah.
0: and like that ominous like he shouted oh shit something scared him very bad
1: I just can't i just i I, usually i have some kind of into i just don't know
0: yeah this case is so strange Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so his parents helped found the brandon's law in minnesota in 2009 the law stated that no matter the age of the person missing there is no waiting period they must investigate immediately and i love this that is nice (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. in fact i have seen a real change like in doing my research in more recent cases where brandon's law has been adopted in other states they Mm -hmm. begin looking immediately and and occasionally have actually really good outcomes because of this.
1: That's good. I think that waiting for no fucking reason is dumb.
0: Well, here's the thing. You need to listen to the families when they say, this is out of character for my loved one. Right? They're not, Brandon did not, he was having a wonderful time at college. He got yes. along with his parents. Yes. He was a good kid. And uh, despite some drinking shenanigans, still uh-huh. a good kid. Yeah. And he just wouldn't up and be like, you know what? I'm going to disappear forever. He
1: got deliverance or something.
0: It's very bizarre. I have several theories, and we'll get yes. to those in a second. Oh, so yeah, let's let's look at the theories. So there's the farmer theory, which we already say is no, dumb. And no, no. no, it's not like some evil cabal of farmers just waiting for We're somebody. Children meet young. Well, he's not even a child. He's still he's, he's an 19, adult. He's basically a kid. I yeah. know. I know. Uh, And the farmers that denied the searchers' access to the cattle farms, they were literally on the very outskirts of that 140-mile area. They did search their own farms and didn't find anything. Maybe it's a lot of owls. They swooped down. No, it's not a lot of owls. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Now onto the abandoned farm. That, that Okay, so why I'm going to this is people love saying something happened on that farm. No, it didn't. There was never any blood evidence found, mm-hmm. nothing of Brandon's. He crossed through that property, yeah, down across the river, and up onto a gravel road, which is exactly what he said on the phone that he was doing to his parents. Mm-hmm. He didn't drown in the river.
1: No, he was still on the phone at that He was point. still
0: on the phone. He had just made it into another field on the other side of this gravel road, thinking he was on his way to the town of Lind. That's when he said, oh, shit. Now, a lot of people want to say he he drowned in the Yellow Medicine River. And here's why I don't think he did. Mm -hmm. So just days after he goes missing, they put gates in at the river to catch anything. Mm -hmm. They'd already walked up and down the river. And this is a very twisty, bendy river. It is very shallow. It's Mm -hmm. usually about ankle to knee deep. Mm -hmm. But it is possible his body could have gotten hung up on something, but the gates would have caught it. But the gates would have caught it that they installed. They would have caught his remains. I will say, though, that sometimes even installing gates and even draining things, you don't find everything. Um, I had a relative in a boating accident. They never found all of him. Mm -hmm. They never did. And they really tried. Um, Uh, But the difference is this is a very shallow water. They would have seen his body. Do you think he got hit by a car and then they picked up the body? That's one theory. But I don't think so.
1: Like, oh because shit, he was, in a but, but he in, was in a, but he was in a field right,
0: at okay. this point. yeah, He was past the river too. Hmm. The oh shit just haunts me.
1: yeah, Like it bugs me. What can come out of nowhere in a rural place? I'll tell you what can blood. come out of
0: nowhere in a rural place. A fucking mountain lion. Well, that doesn't leave blood? Well, that would. Yeah, but it, I mean, but here's somewhere. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's how mountain lions kill their prey. Okay. Mm-hmm. They jump on them. They go for the neck. They break your neck. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Then they drag you off and put you up in a tree or in a cave or something.
1: Wouldn't they leave blood and stuff?
0: It has been found in a lot of mountain lion attacks that not a lot of blood is left.
1: I, I feel like the dogs or something would
0: have picked you up. I do too, but I'm just leaving that as a more plausible explanation than an evil cabal of farmers. Like, wouldn't
1: you hear something on the phone like, Rawr.
0: Now see, I think so. Yeah, I think you wrong. would have heard the noises. Yeah, the
1: noises which won't be great. So what's this they were oh shit? And Did they he were stumble on the phone a while?
0: Did he st- you know, he's talking loud on the phone to his parents. Did he stumble across like a drug grow or like a meth house or something? Maybe. You would hear something you'd think on the phone cuz they were on the would. phone You would. See, I'm him. so bothered. I'm just throwing out ideas of what could have happened but the phone and not hearing anything, just hearing nothing but silence. Mm-hmm. They didn't hear him scream, they didn't hear him run off, they just heard if silence. If there was a
1: lion, there would've been lots of screaming and like like there's a lion, you know, and
0: uh Yeah, I would say, I "Oh my god, a, it's like, a mountain lion."
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. if there was attacked by something,
0: he would say
1: yeah, and if there was if it were people, people he would say talking.
0: like, hey, man, hey, how's it going? I'm just really lost and right now. And
1: they'd be like, fuck off, kid, you know.
0: Yeah, or you'd hear gunshots yeah. or a, a tussle, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that either. And a lot of people then want to just go, well, fuck it, aliens just fucking beam them up. Very quiet aliens. Well, that wouldn't make any noise that you could hear over the phone. You
1: might be like, mom, oh, my God, mom.
0: He said, oh, shit. But like in alien abduction, you are paralyzed.
1: That's true. You it, cannot talk. Yeah. You cannot move. Uh-huh.
0: And they just took him and his phone right with them. And they are gonzo. Hmm. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's a stretch. And I doubt it. But I will never know what happened to this kid. In my opinion, unless they find some remains on a farm somewhere. Yeah, you just MH370. Now right a lot of well, this is important too, uh-huh. is that it was 39 degrees that night. A lot of people think, well, because it's May. No, that's that's very Minnesota, cold. bitches. It's way up north. Yeah, that's probably there's possible snow on the ground still. Mm, there wasn't at the time. It was. It was but it was getting cold at night still mm-hmm. like you'd sometimes have frost in the morning and yeah. stuff and i mean it was still like pretty early spring mm-hmm. i mean well no that's late spring but anyway um yeah i mean i guess he could have succumbed to hypothermia you don't say oh shit to that but you don't stay oh shit and just don't talk yeah so to me literally none of nothing makes any sense nope he could have tripped and you know, hurt himself. You would have heard a stumble. Uh, just, you know. And I then, guess. And like, then they called back so
1: he could hear the phone.
0: Well, what if he was unconscious because he hit his head?
1: Well, they would have found him. The but then they would sniffing. have
0: found his fucking body. Yeah, and and his phone. Sniffing. And they didn't yeah. find shit. Yeah. Like his phone, like the last ping was at the car. Yeah, I don't know. But see, phone cell tower, like, triangulation back then was not as good as it is today. Right. You only had a more broad area you could narrow it down to. So I don't fucking, I don't know. The whole thing is just really crazy. And here's something to note. Because I do, a lot of people get mad when you say he was intoxicated. I think he was. Mm-hmm. I think he got lost. I think he believed he was near Lind, but he was all turned around. Yeah. I think he crashed the car because he was drunk. Mm -hmm. I think he took back roads to avoid the police. There's nothing else sinister going on there.
1: I agree to all those points.
0: Because when he was 17, he was arrested for a DUI.
1: This kid drinks a lot.
0: He parties. He parties. We all went through a phase. I'm not judging him. He's he's 19. Like, fuck off. Like, it's not that big of a deal. He shouldn't drink and drive, obviously. He should have stayed the night and sobered up. But he decided he wanted to go home. So he's like, I'm going to take the back road so I don't run into any cops. And his ass got lost. Yes. Real bad. Yes. And I think he continued to get lost because here's what else I think happened. Right. I think maybe he, oh shit, did drop his phone. Yes. Or the phone, he was saying, oh, shit, because he got the little where your battery's dying. I think his battery died.
1: Well, no. Oh, no, they could still call. That's right. They called back and the phone was ringing so he could hear it.
0: Yeah, and the the call didn't drop. Right. Or maybe he dropped the phone and he just literally could not find it. And by the time they started calling it, he had already moved away from the area and was like gave up on the phone and was just trying to get to Lind. Possible. And then he got turned around and turned around until he stumbled into a ravine or there's no ravines. Into a portal. I don't know. I don't fucking know. The fact that they cannot find this kid and they have a relatively pretty good idea where he went.
1: What do you think if he dropped the phone and walked away from it, they would have found the phone by now?
0: Yes. God damn it. There goes that theory. So what do y'all think, Mm teabags? I want you to get in Discord and tell me your theories because some of you are probably way smarter than fucking us yeah i i I usually have some kind of dingbat
1: theory but i don't
0: this one's crazy to me don't know and i had heard about this case pretty soon after it happened and i have been literally i check for updates every so often and that's what prompted me to do this because i feel like it's not true crime there i don't think a crime there's a crime other
1: than the drunk driving
0: yeah uh, but i just don't think a crime occurred mm -mm. the police don't think so either i mean not that that means anything no (laughs) but like i just it just doesn't seem crimey to me it seems weird
1: they reported their missing son to the police and they're like it sounds like a you problem
0: oh god can you imagine being in agony over your missing kid and that's what you get i'd go ham and be in jail
1: (laughs) they're like what they're the police are like why don't you report it to the police why don't you suck my dick yeah
0: yeah somebody come call the police for the murder i'm about to do on the police They'll be there. Yes, they will. And they will beat me to death. Anyway, that's all I have for this episode. I think it's one of the most fascinating cases. I sure hope he's found one day and then we have answers because it's wild to me. This is just a weird case. Yeah. It reminds me of the Henry Milk case. Do you remember him? No. The guy who, he was drunk at a bar Mm -hmm. and he asked to be let out at a gas station Mm -hmm. and then he's walking and you hear the crazy monster noises. Oh, yeah. That one's crazy. They, you know, they've never solved that either. So I don't know. And if you want to listen to that episode, you can search it up on like Spotify or Apple or whatever. That's a good episode we did, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just saying. And there's a lot of wild theories on that, too. Some people are like, it's clear a Bigfoot killed him or like an alien. that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what killed him. And I wish like. I hope Brandon's parents get answers. I can't imagine going through that. I would be so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because you th- they thought they were so close to their son. Yeah. And that he was just going to be there any minute. I can't imagine. Ugh.
1: No, that's very sad. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Business time. I don't really have any. Today, I'm tired. I've... <laughs> <laughs>
1: the businesses were tired.
0: That's the business you get today. Um, y'all, I've been working myself to death. I'm exhausted. Uh, so I don't have time to do anything right now. But... Here's what I do have time for. Go to our Discord. I'm doing a secret Santa. We're all doing a secret Santa in there where we're each going to get each other like a $10 gift and then you send it. It's cute, right? It's fun to get things in the mail. So it's a secret tea bag. That's cool. And, you know, uh, we have like our rules and stuff in there to make sure everybody behaves themselves. But yeah. come join our Discord. Show me your kitty cats and your puppy dogs and your lizards and your snakes and your hamsters. Yeah. And show me your cute Christmas trees and what you make for dinner. I love that yeah. shit. It makes... Me- show me your memes. Your memes. It's been dry memes for me memes. in meme land. Yeah. Loop me up with memes yeah. at once. Mm. And we also have a Patreon, which... Honestly, it's pretty rad. You should join it. You should join it. Do, it. Do you want extra episodes? Do you want episodes that go off themes? I just covered Josh Duggar on there. Uh, oh, yeah. I have I cover a lot of cases oh, that are just really rough, but I feel like I can go more in-depth on Patreon. I feel like I have more time. We release three to four bonus episodes a month. We also are now doing the 15-minute cases for like our one dollar tier and i'm covering the controversial consensual homicide mm. if you are familiar with the arm and case i covered that like our first year that's the guy who got another guy to agree to get eaten
1: yeah i'm familiar with about it from the it crowd yeah <laughs> Oh, my God, uh, that episode was really I, funny. I do a
0: reality
1: if you like, want more tea puns. That's
0: right. I was about to get there. So Maris yeah. has a podcast called Reality. Maris, what's it about?
1: Well, I just watch stupid TV and talk about it.
0: Yeah, like Sister Wives is what we're covering I'm right covering now.
1: covering season 18 of Sister Wives. I will cover something different
0: for next time, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, after this season's up. I, I might be all Sister wife out. Oh, yeah. It's rough. I fucking hate all these people. Uh, But, yeah, if you want to hear me and Maris being crass and ridiculous, this is not a serious show. It's a fun show. It's for funny times. It's for la ha ha. So if you're like, I need a break from all this mystery and crime, then come over to the Reality Podcast. There will be links in the description. For right now, it's only on Spotify. I'm still working to get it on the other platforms. This can take up to a month to get all your platforms everywhere but it'll be there that's don't cool. you worry I don't care what's the rush there ain't one we no. got nothing but time unless the world's ending soon in which case we don't and then who cares ultimately anyway right. yeah. Yeah, hooray right. merry christmas and yeah. happy hanukkah and shit yeah that's right yeah and uh i got some i want to clear something up really quick because i've been asked twice now and i don't I don't know. I don't like to keep my opinion to myself for mm. fear of backlash, for clearly I do not care. Okay. And I got asked where to stand on the whole Israel-Gaza thing. Oh. Well, Israel's committing genocide against Gaza. Yeah. That's kind of where I stand on it.
1: I I'd stand on everybody should get along.
0: Well, they're not, and yeah. they're not gonna. Um, I don't think that their response to the horrific terrorist attack by Hamas was fair or correct or right in any fashion. Yeah, it is disgusting. And Hamas is, you know, uses the Palestinian people to further their own gross agenda. They're gross, too. But Israel's being disgusting by doing this. And
1: I think that they should
0: fuck off. Yeah. And uh, I hate that I'm having to see this with my eyes in real time. It is so sad to me. I am heartbroken. I wish I could do something. But what I can do is link for some places you can donate to help the people in Palestine who have been affected by this atrocity. That's what I can do. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of whatever time it is you're listening to me. Uh, I will see you next time. Bye. us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by lady